Good morning and welcome to 5-Minute Spirituality. My name is Rhonda Mills and I'm recording from the Deer Creek Sanctuary in Pike Creek, Texas. First off, I want to thank you for listening to this. This is the second part in a series called Conscious Language or the Power of Words. How many times have you asked yourself, how powerful is what I'm saying really to the universe? Is the universe listening? Um, I have to ask myself that sometimes too. And, and if you're ready for a change in the way you're speaking and upgrade of manifestation, conscious language may very well be a key for you to look at. Because if you're at a crossroads in your life, conscious language could actually help you get out of the crossroads and making a decision that's more for your favor and more for your liking and more for your purpose in life. Um, as you go through conscious language, um, you you have learning concepts that you may have already had the awareness of, and then some you may be totally unaware of, and that's okay because what conscious language does is it gives us a different way of thinking and therefore a different way of manifesting. Um, how many times do we speak and we feel like we're creating lack in our life? Well, I can tell you right now, a lot of people create lack or hardship just simply by thinking that way, and therefore the universe provides what they're thinking. Because if the universe hears yet and says, okay, this person has a hard life, they're, they're saying, oh, my life is hard. And what the universe says, okay, you're, you want your life to be hard, and so it continues to let the life be hard. Um, I know it's really challenging for the average person to really look at themselves and realize how they need to be responsible for creating their own world and their and how they react or don't react to a situation. But the truth of the matter is, is you're totally responsible for how you do that. We can either be victims of other people or we can say, you know what, I'm choosing to not be a victim of that person anymore. And I'm making a conscious decision to change the way I feel about them. I'm making a conscious decision on how, because as long as I'm a victim, they're in control of me. Whether it's in the past and you never see them again, but there's still, there's a trigger there. They're still in your life and they're still, they're still controlling you on a certain level. So I'm a person, (laughs) I'm a rebel at heart, basically. And here's the truth. I don't want anybody to control my life, but the higher power of the universe and the cosmic mind and intelligence is my leader. And so if I feel like there's a person trying to control me or choosing to control me, I'm going to make a conscious decision to go the other way because nobody's going to control me. I will learn from you if you approach me with a learning capacity in a teaching way. But don't think that you're going to force me to do something that goes against what I really want to do because it's just not going to happen. Well, conscious language is the same principle, but you're letting your language control your life whether you realize it or not. You have to unravel the experiences that you're having and the training that you've had through culture and colloquialism, microcultures, you know, micro languages and things within the culture and even day to day conversations that they have to somehow be a type of acceptance or mode of operation that we've become accustomed to. And what we have to do is is to look at that mode of operation and explore the elements of how we're thinking and how we're speaking and therefore manifesting. Um, it's it's called the human operating system according to Robert. And it's if you look at it, it, it can it can create a whole new way of looking at the world, the whole way you experience it. And the reason why I believe it's our word is so powerful because it's scripturally based and, and it works with spiritual law. Because spiritual law is spiritual law, whether we're working with it for a positive or whether we're working with it for our negative, it doesn't matter, you're still working with spiritual law. 
And um, I think I spoke about this before, but in the beginning, in Genesis, it says from the very beginning in the scriptures that in the beginning, the creator manifested our earth, sky, and its inhabitants with the spoken word. It's there. And, and through time, once we realize how powerful that is, we realize that we're co-creating with the universe and with God through our spoken word. Even if it's not spoken, it's in our head. It's, it's the way we're consciously thinking. And, and many people think conscious language is about po- simply about positive thinking. In a very small way, they're very correct. However, conscious language is so much more. Conscious language, when it's used completely the way it's supposed to be, it's a totally a different way of speaking, a totally different way of thinking, and it, and it encompasses your speech, your thinking, and experiences, therefore follow what you do. Uh, when conscious language is um, applied properly, it can improve your relationships, it can improve your health, and even your finances, believe it or not. Um, there's a portion of words that, is, that our subconscious listens to and therefore creates all the energies to bring about what we're saying. So if your subconscious hears you're, you're lacking, it's going to create more lack because it doesn't hear the negative part. It just does what you tell it to do. And for example, if you're saying, ah, I need money, I'm lacking money, the consciousness, the subconsciousness is going to say, oh, okay, you're lacking money, so therefore I need you to continue to lack money. And so it's going to create circumstances that's going to continue to drain your finances, and you're never going to get the type of finances that you're really attempting to have in your life. So um, it's literally an eye-opening experience when you can start using what I call switch words and 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 start using them in a different way so that you're elevating your consciousness. And if you elevate your consciousness, your vibrations are going to change. And when your vibration changes, more positive things will come to match the vibration that you're trying to create. Um, he Einstein said it better really in some ways than I can ever say it. He said he said that there are two ways to live. You can live, live as if nothing is a miracle, or you can live as if everything is a miracle. And it's up to you. And if you didn't believe in miracles, at some point, uh, why would you keep asking for a miracle? And the reason why we have miracles is because we know at some point they they existed and we we have to believe on some level that they happened or we wouldn't ask for miracles to take place. The thoughts you have determine the results of of what you get in your life. And have you ever stopped to consider that the quality of your thinking um, is is actually is it sub quality or is it higher quality? And, and so when you start thinking that way and you start looking at your life, I really started looking at it from as far back as in my childhood, the way my mother spoke, by the way my father spoke and all the relationships I had during that time. I started looking at how that influenced me and why I think the way I do. And we take responsibility once we start learning that con- our conscious language is huge in, 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 in our life. And intention is powerful. Please do not underestimate the power of intention. However, intention focuses your attention and and you have to quiet your mind on a singular goal or outcome. And that's what your intention is. So a lot of times people go, well, my intention is good. And then they drop it. But the truth is that your intention has to have a lot of attention in order to manifest something. It assists in bringing the energies from the ether, so to speak, or from the universe, 
into a physical, and therefore it plays a major role in uh, in the part of the co-creation process. So the big question you have to ask is, what is my intention? Well, my intention is to attempt to change my world through my consciousness and through my language, even my self-talk, so that I can start manifesting what I truly want in my life. So it's ultimately a goal of mine to try to get you to start thinking for yourselves again and rethinking how you're manifesting in your world. If you're constantly saying everything is hard or constantly saying everything is, is difficult or you're constantly saying, oh, it's just this and this, and it's a negative way of looking at life, you're, you are literally feeding yourself negative. I know it, you're just saying, oh, this is just, I'm just talking about the way I feel, or maybe this is just the way I'm looking at things. But the truth of the matter is, is as you're talking about it, and if you're having passion behind those words, you're creating more hardship and you're creating more lack or you're creating whatever it is, you're, the negative thoughts that you're having have passion behind them. Therefore, you're creating more negativity. And um, if you dread being in a place or a situation, um, you're going to resist what the universe really wants you to have. And the truth of the matter, the universe wants to give you everything uh, that you ask for. It said it's scripturally, pray and you shall receive. And, and I believe to, with my wholeheartedness that, that we are entitled as, a as inheritance, that we are intended to have things in our lives, that we so miss the boat because of the way we think or the way we're speaking and also in the way that we attempt to manifest things in our life, because I believe in the in the spiritual law of cause and effect. And I believe that language and the way we think is part of that cause and effect. I'm going to stop this part of the series right now because I know it's running over time. And But I want to thank you for listening. And if you would like to leave your comments on Facebook under the five minute spirituality uh, group. Or if you want to email me, uh, you don't want it to be a public comment, please email me at dear. Creek Sanctuary at dear at gmail.com. It's just like it sounds. D-E-E-R-C-R-E-E-K Sanctuary at gmail.com. I've enjoyed being with you today. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday and I hope your weekend is safe and know that our freedom did not come without a cost. And may we always be grateful for those prices that were paid so that we could do what we need to do today. Aho and have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.